This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Today, I wanted to uh, uh, conclude our series on the uh, the, the works of uh, Baba Saleh, uh, the life of Baba Saleh, based on the Sefer Yisrael Saba Kadisha. And I think it's very appropriate, actually, what I'm going to discuss today, to once again confer, uh, uh, dispel this myth that Baba Sali was a Baba. And I know it sounds funny because that's where you know you hear the word Baba. Baba nowadays is commonly used as somebody who comes in and uh, uses practical Kabbalah and all types of, uh, of Kameot and things like that in order to uh, somehow try to help to heal you. Baba Sali was someone who was a Rosh Hashiva, a Dayan, came from that lineage of, of pure Torah. And of course... There was many miracles that came through him, as it's very famous. But it came through his koach kedushato, his ruach hakodesh, and his um, and his and his uh, his um, his love of Torah and of Am Yisrael. So I, I want I, I wanted to discuss the chapter over here, chapter fifty six, which is uh, refuot, healing, and and doctors. Okay, so um, let's start with the following. Um, Baba Sali was against Kameot. He was against Kameot in general. Kameot are written already in the time of Gemara that there are certain names of, of, of Kedusha, of holiness that are written and are able to heal. And um, they have to be, it's written in the Gemara, they have to be Mukhzak. They have to be... Uh, they have to be tested, tried and tested that they actually work. And if they do, there are some dis- dispensions that you're allowed to carry them with you, believe it or not, on Shabbat. We're in a place where there's no Eruv because it's, uh, it's part of your dress, as we call it. But only Kamiot that are known to work. So, um, so Baba Sala in general didn't, didn't think that it was the best thing to use. A lot of times they could bring harm instead of helping because they could not be written right. And, and, and he said the following, at least, It's not our derich. That's what he said. He's not saying, obviously there is a chokhmah to it, and some people, they want to use it. He said it could be dangerous. Same thing, his, his, his son-in-law came in once with a sefer on how to read faces. It's called the sefer chokhmata partzuf. I've said it before. It's a sefer that discusses how to read faces. He's also, he says, don't read these farim. And he says like this, important to understand this Lashon. Not that it's false. But it is, it, is, it, is, it is mixing up a person's straight logic. There was, a, I'll, I'll get to why in a moment. There was also Rav Yechia Shneor who came from, from, with him from, uh, from Morocco, lived in the, in the, in the neighborhood of Musrara after in, in Eretz Yisrael. And a big fire in his house happened and he lost a lot of writings and a, and a lot of money it was on Shabbat he didn't want to he thought he wasn't pikuach nefesh so he didn't want to save nowadays if there's a fire on Shabbat with gas it is pikuach nefesh and people have to be mechalet Shabbat but in those days it was just you know there wasn't there wasn't that that danger it was separate from other houses there wasn't gas so he, he wasn't mechalet Shabbat which is the the dina digmara and when when uh, when he came to visit when Babasali came to visit him so Bichia Shineor was, was, was sad. He said, I lost a lot of my writings and a lot of these kameot from my great 
grandparents that Shemot of Hashem that nobody else knew, and there was it was something that 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 was important. But Basali told them in Eretz Yisrael, you don't need Kamiot because Kamiot is through the angels, and and Eretz Yisrael is directly with Hashem. So don't worry about it. That maybe that's the reason why you had the fire to make sure that all of these were, uh, were were gotten rid of uh, some type of comfort. But okay. Uh, there was also in Tafilalet there was one Talmid Chacham called Rabbi Mesod Amar. And he knew practical Kabbalah, Kabbalah Ma'asit. So here also, he was very careful. Not only that, Ateret Roshenu Rabbi David Abu was very careful to make sure that he should take these Farim and he should bury them deep under. Uh, but after a while, uh, somebody found them and, uh, and, and took them out. And uh, when, when Baba Sali saw that they, they, uh, they took them out, he took the Sefer, he says, Listen, I told you there's not a Sefer that should be used. And and you have to, uh, maybe uh, uh, you know um, you could go very high with it, and you could also go very very low, and therefore you have to take the sefer and cut it up into small pieces. That's what he took. He took the sefer, he cut it into small pieces, he didn't erase the name of Hashem, but he cut it up in a way that it can't be used, and he buried it very very low. It's somewhere at the cemetery in Tafilalet. I don't know if you know where the where that place is where he buried it. You'll take me there, and we'll find it. But but. What's important is, is like this, is that Rav Chaim Vital already writes in the end of Shari Kedusha, um, in Chelek uh, Gimel, Sha'ar Vav, he writes that, that there are different levels where a person's machshava could bring him. And in the level of the world of the Asiya, which is the lowest level, is there are good, there are good malachim uh, um, that one can access, and there's also bad ones, because they're there to mix a person up. And says Rav Chaim Vital, Zeu Inyan Kabbalah Maasit. This is what practical Kabbalah means. People ask, what's called practical Kabbalah? Says Rav Chaim Vital, practical Kabbalah means is that you are dealing with the world of the Asiya, and you are evoking certain names that thing could do certain powers. But when you're evoking those names, you're in a world where there's a lot of bad influences there also that can chas v'shalom harm you. And he says, therefore, you're not allowed to use it because ki yidabeg bo bara amidbadeg batov. It is inevitable that bad will, will, will stick onto the good that you're using. And you think that you're going to purify yourself, but you're really purifying yourself through the bad and they're just tricking you. Especially nowadays that we don't have the the efera para that could uh, the 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 golden the the, the red cow heifer ashes that could purify a person to make sure that nothing bad sticks on to him, and he says we know that there was a very famous story with Rav Yosef de la Reina and Rabbi Shlomo Malko. He discusses this in other editions of Shari Kedusha, a very very long story how these two hachamim wanted to bring the Mashiach. And they went up to such a high level that the bad spirit said, we're not letting them go further. And eventually this Rav Yosef Dilarena did such horrible things of adultery to the, to the worst things possible because he started messing with the wrong things and he became a, a, a heretic and he became a, he became a very, very bad rasha. You can't imagine the bad things that he did because he tried to go into places where he wasn't supposed to. It's a whole long story printed in other versions of the Shari Kedusha about, uh, about this. And it's, it's, uh, it, th- this is what Baba Sali meant also, that, that when you're dealing with Kabbalah Ma'asid, you could be dealing with worlds that, that, that bad is going to stick with the good. So you might see like immediate benefit, 
but it might come with very, very bad results. Which is why those who are those who are um, who are in the know and are knowledgeable of this know that there are people out there that could, quote unquote, use different books that could supposedly bring results. They are dangerous. They are bad. And definitely not the Masoret uh, that we have from our Chachamim. So that was that was that was one thing of Rifuot that's in this chapter. Another thing, Baba Sane was once. Uh, this is a crazy story that that he came to. Uh, he wasn't feeling well, and people thought that he had high blood pressure, and uh, and and they brought him to the hospital. They brought it doesn't say which hospital. They brought him to the hospital in Israel. When he got there, he went through a bunch of blood tests, and they couldn't find that he had anything. That, that explained why he was weak. But Basali said, I told you, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm not feeling well, but it doesn't help when I'm going to the hospital because they're just, uh, I'm just going for you so that you could calm down. So the head of the department comes and he says, listen, we have to help you out. So Basali said it's time, four o'clock, it's already time for his tea. So they prepared his tea and the Shamash put in his tea four or five cups of sugar. Now, don't try this at home, but this is what he did. Four or five cups of sugar, that's... Basali said, otherwise the tea is not sweet, and they usually took sweet sugar. So he 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 took that tea, and and um, and and right away the doctor saw this. He says, "Now I know why you're weak. You you have uh, blood. You, you have too much sugar, and it's uh, it's causing you probably have high blood, high high sugar in your blood, and then and, and all types of uh, all you have sakinet maybe. Well, that's why you're weak." says it. I don't have any problem with sugar. It could, you have problem with your sugar. I don't have problem with my sugar. He said, what do you mean I have problem with my sugar? The doctor said, I took my blood test this morning, yesterday and it was fine. We'll make a test right now, Baba Sali. He said, we'll see who has high sugar. <laughs> don't try this with your doctor, by the way. I'm just saying this was him. Uh, so so they, they, take, they both take a test. And it turns out the doctor had high sugar and Baba Sali did. And the doctor said, well, that can't be. He says, it must be that they mixed up the blood. We're going to do the test. He want to take the test? Take the test again. They took the test again. Same results. So uh, so at this point, uh, Baba Sali laughed and he says, I told you that, uh, that it's not going to help. Now, the reason why I came over here is to teach you a lesson that it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu who heals and, 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 uh, and, not, uh, and, and, not, and, and not and not the doctors. Now, if you want to take some sugar in your tea, you can take some sugar in your tea and you'll see you'll feel better. So... The doctor did that. He took the tea, uh, the sugar with his tea, and the next blood test came out okay. Go figure. I think Bebasov was just playing around with him. So he says, <laughs> "That's what he told him." Now, now, I don't exactly know what you see from this story, besides the fact that uh, that um, that that you don't mess around with Babasali. <laughs> you don't mess around with Babasali, but uh, but but definitely the, uh, uh, the the point was that we have to remember whenever we are taking medications, we always have to say Hashem. And we obviously have to follow good medical advice, but we have to remember that it's Hashem who is the ultimate healer. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.